This podcast is intended for mature audiences only. We discuss topics and language that might be distressing. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Blurdy Bitch Podcast. <gasps> Bat Bay Begins. Here we are. I'm so excited. <laughs> As you can Christian see. Bale. <laughs> oh my god but i do have so, a love for batman you do i mean I, so does i do too somewhat not as much as i like superman but okay, i do i do we have different paths down the road <laughs> but as friends you have to have balance you know we can't like everything <laughs> there has to be some things we are not gonna agree on and this is that thing my what? husband loves Batman yes. a lot, but again, I'm a Superman fan. I also do like Batman. Um, I respect his, hmm, the way he operates, I suppose, sort of, kind of. first <laughs> <laughs> ask questions later. <laughs> yeah, I like that. That just coming in hot, straight, going for it. But sometimes he takes it a little too far. Um, I don't know. Maybe. I feel like some of these people would just be working for like eight fifty an hour, and he coming in, punching them in their mouth, breaking their backs, and then well, it is Gotham City. So, so who are you working for? Like this guy can't talk anymore. He busted all his teeth out. Can't tell who he works for. That's done. That's canceled. Can't say anything. All right. So maybe we should just smack him around a little bit, then ask questions. Okay. I feel like that's the best course of action here. For Gotham City, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, thinking about like Gotham, mm-hmm. I saw a video on, I think it was on Instagram, on Reels, where this guy's, <laughs> when he was like, rent is like $10 a month in Gotham. <laughs> and outside this guy's apartment, like the Joker and Batman. <laughs> going at it and i think that should tell you everything i'm gonna have to put that up on our instagram page that if you're not following please follow the blurdy bitch podcast on instagram so we're gonna have all the goodies all of our favorite memes or beams as normal people call it um favorite videos um it also have our information for our episodes and our Instagram accounts, actually. So I don't even think we introduce ourselves. Yeah, I'm so say, sorry. Like, hey, hey guys, if you made it this far into here? the intro, we have <laughs> King Rel D Queen, part of Monkey D Luffy's family, obviously we're cousins that's my fourth cousin twice removed so <laughs> don't be jealous if you want to follow me on instagram it's actually well the queen but i get so many verdicts confused <laughs> and i'm chiley nothing fancy it's just like chai latte but minus the latte put the lee chiley no tea chiley no tea but i do well, have sometimes <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, oh my god. Well, all right, let's get into it. 
So let's go. Today we are talking about Batman Begins. We're gonna be my Batman Begins. We're gonna break down the Christopher Nolan trilogy within time. So right now it's the first movie. Mm-hmm. Which is it's hesitation. It's good. Uh, um, the nipple suits that we've had in the past lord i mean you have to take it for what it for what they were like they were going for a more comic comic-y vibe you know like um like there's a difference between like um those cheesy i don't want to say cheesy like the classic comic books bam boom pow pow. (laughs) as versus two graphic novels where it's like they had to put the nipple in there so i don't know what the point was i don't i don't think anyone's ever asked to see batman's nipples but i mean there you go you have them we've seen them built into the suit hard as rocks hard as rocks you can just really deflect bullets with those things that's what they were there for yes deflect those bullets with them nips yes teflon nips (laughs) well i I thought they were fun i i thought obviously i love me some batman and so i thought this they did really great in introducing re re reintroducing batman <laughs> for like you know 2000 what was this five six so they did yeah good. maybe it was more yeah, that was. Really side of things and i was like i could really dig this but we'll also really put the icing mm-hmm. on the cake was that it was christian bale mm-hmm. oh boy oh, shit, I gotta for think. me <laughs> it was really weird seeing christian bale as batman because my first thought was literally american psycho and i'm just like that movie traumatized me i should never have seen it funny but <laughs> it's funny now i saw it so growing up we didn't have like cable kate we had like stuff that was like WGN and stuff and I was around a lot of adults so I remember watching this movie it had to be like at a random time like four o'clock in the afternoon and American Psycho came on I was like what the fuck is this I just have to say that paper scene I totally get the business card and the and the texture of paper I totally the gloss is yes oh the mats i get it damn it (laughs) so if it kills anybody don't come back to this podcast (laughs) (laughs) okay just it's gonna be it's gonna be a feature on crime junkie i'm pretty sure so let's just um not talk about it but yeah that movie was it was wild. I'll just say that. But seeing Christian Bale then and then really not paying too much attention to his illustrious career up until Batman, um, it was interesting to see the range. <laughs> He's like, a very ooh, much of a method actor. Oh, yeah. Like, very much. <laughs> anyway, here we are. <laughs> Getting through Charlie's 
obvious thirsting after Christian. This is going to be a tough fail. Tough recording um, for me. Let's get into it. So before we jump into Batman Begins, let's first talk about how Batman began. (laughs) Yes. So the very first Batman story, The Case of the Chemical Syndicate, was written by Bill Finger and drawn by Bob Kane. It was published in Detective Comics number 27, which came out March 30th, 1939. I also think it's very funny that DC Comics to Detective Comics Comics. (laughs) (laughs) Redundant. It's like, oh, yeah. you just that's gotta, really cute. That's cute. I think that's funny. <laughs> it is kind of cute. So the synopsis um, that they have on the DC website is the most Batman synopsis I have ever read. So okay. it goes like this. In the name of his murdered parents, Bruce Wayne wages, wages eternal war criminals of Gotham City. He is vengeance. He's the night. He is Batman. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is Rails Batman voice. <laughs> oh gosh. Woo! Gosh, that really yeah. A Playboy billionaire by day, Bruce Wayne's double life affords him the comfort of a life without financial worry, a loyal butler turned guardian, and the perfect base of operations in the ancient network of caves beneath his family's sprawling estate. Love that word. Sprawling. Sprawling. By night, however, he sheds all pretense, dons his iconic scalloped cape and pointed cowl and takes the shadowy streets, skies, and rooftops of Gotham City. Boom. Love it. I actually love that. (laughs) Gosh, that was beautifully written. Yes, it certainly was. Uh, It was just so wrought with information with so many gorgeous words. I loved reading it. They did a... I had so kind of great Batman. sense of imagery. My only problem was this man does not sleep. <laughs> I no, was thinking doesn't. about sleep. It was like he's got to be one person in the public eye, and then got to turn into this, you know, this figure at night and just but, beat bash heads in. Luckily enough, his persona, like during the day. Bruce Wayne is a playboy, so he gets to sleep in. So even if he didn't start his day until three o'clock in the afternoon, that would be very on par. My body would not allow me to do that. I could probably be jumping across buildings as Bat Woman herself and still be like, God damn it. My body's going to wake me up at 9 a.m. the latest. I would just not do it. Um... (laughs) First of all, I can't stay up. I'm barely staying up now. It's 10 o'clock. I'm barely staying up as it is. You want me to go and fight crime in the middle of the night and then have a day job? In this city? In this city? Good my goodness. No. It's a no for me. Okay. Hard pass. Thank you, Bruce Wayne, for taking on um, this art, this, this, <laughs> this task, but also if you think about it, he's rich, so he doesn't really have like the issues that we would have, like getting up 
early in the morning to go to work, taking care of children. Um, he just wakes up, you know, whenever and we have a glass of orange juice, apparently. <laughs> a lot in the movie. I, that's all I kept he saying. Does. That's good for you. <laughs> it you know, is get good your you. get your what's that vitamin C? Yeah. You could also get some calcium from milk. Well, he's got milk eat. from orange juice. You get it. Good for you. Shit, he's doing. I'm surprised he doesn't have more milk. Honestly, all the pain he goes through, all the attacks he has against his bones. Like you should probably be taking some supplements. You know, stay on top of that. Let's get to the main segment. (laughs) Let's go. Let's go. It's time to begin. Batman begins. So, synopsis of Batman Begins is after training with his mentor. Batman begins his fight to free crime-ridden Gotham City from corruption. Good luck. <laughs> Gosh, that was like couldn't have started off smaller. Jeez. Like, uh, but we'll see why. I mean, and that's his home. That's his that's his home city. He's gonna true. he's representing. That's true, but right. still, we're gonna go into the act one. And how they introduce us to Batman is there's a lot of jumping around, guys. So why don't we jump around with the scenes? They actually blend nicely to create a small bubble of getting to know Bruce. If you okay. somehow you already know Bruce. Come through with the analysis. All right. Jumping around. I got it. Got Here it. we go. We're gonna open up. <laughs> We're opening up with young Bruce and young Rachel. That's all I got. No, just joking. Oh <laughs> young my god. <laughs> Gus. Lewis. Mm-hmm. That Lewis. Lewis. <laughs> Lewis. <laughs> we got Young Rachel played by Emma Lockhart. Which we know Lockhart from Harry Potter. Potter so, you know. No relation, obviously. I mean, shit. Yeah. Who knows? All right. You know. So, um, young Bruce, he was trying to be cute, playing with Young Rachel. And Being a dick to Rachel. Let's just be honest about, about that. Arrowhead Rock. It's not talking about some. She said, "What she say, finders keepers?" And he's like, mm-hmm. "Out of my property, no, young young sir, it's your parents' property." Let's get this straight. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down, it ain't yours yet. You're jumping the gun. Nice. All right, Just relax. Okay. So he's running away with the, you know, kids. You think we find things like cute pebbles and like, oh, this is cute, it's mine. So he takes it, runs away, and then he gets on top of a closed well and that's why you fell which already seemed pretty dangerous it's like y'all didn't know that was there y'all didn't think to i don't know do a better job and his body weight and he crashed through it jeez which then leads us to boom his fear of bats his fear of bats which at first, I didn't get. I'm like, I don't see the bats that. didn't seem like they were really doing much, but just flying around. But I guess as a kid falling down, because I was scared of bats at one point in large Never. groups. And no. that's only because we went to a zoo exhibit where they had the bats just literally just flying around. And we went in and the bats literally just started flying all over the place and i just ran out of there screaming i wouldn't um, have minded that i did because it was dark and everything was red like they had red lighting <laughs> the red lights <laughs> so it really was like 
terrifying. I was like, it's like four or five. So you have all these bats going all over the place. But then I also think about, I also am not too fond of spiders. So if no, I fell down a well not. and a bunch of spiders just started scrambling all over. <laughs> and then I absolutely understand his fear. I absolutely understand. But I will tell you this, I would not have become spider woman after this. Oh, ab- nope. Sorry, Spider-Man. Spider-Woman. It would have not happened. I'm sorry. <laughs> Absolutely not. I'm taking like, the thing I fear the most. Mm. No. No, I would have done the opposite. <laughs> I'm, first off, I'm going to be slinging my way around the city either. Ugh, the idea of it. <laughs> okay, let's move on from that. Because <laughs> that just sounds awful. So, We're not coming for Spider-Man, by the way, guys. Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely what I'm not. saying is, I'm ter- if I'm scared of spiders, I'm not the least spider girl. We can't personify it. Right. Crime fighting, badass, kicking hero. I was terrified of looking at myself in the mirror. I would be terrified. (laughs) I would need therapy for a long time if that happened. Like, that's a lot. Um, But moving on from that horror. um, Oh, Oh, I would like to say one thing. Okay. Bruce's dad. I like this quote he he always says, and you hear it repeated throughout the movie. He always asks, why do we fall, Bruce? And the answer is, so we can get back up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We fall down, but we get up. Girl. Don't sue us. I do not own the right to that song. (laughs) But it is that same energy you know oh my goodness all right All so that, um that little scene we're going to jump straight up and we're now somewhere in asia in jail kind of voluntarily asia. in an asian prison work camp or something i want to say i say kind of voluntarily because he kind of put which himself is in. weird he is literally there. He is literally there, just cleaning <laughs> up people because they're criminals. But it's, he is solitary because they need to protect the other criminals. The thing that got me was like <laughs> when Bruce wakes up and he's in this jail. He said he had a nightmare, and his little buddy in jail says, "Worse than here." Um, <laughs> and it's like. <laughs> Bruce says, I'm like, yeah, but I'm like, hell no. That was a fucking mansion on acres. On acres upon acres of land, sir. Fell down into the caves, the sprawling caves underneath your mansion. That's all. Your mansion. So I would not think that that nightmare that you had of falling down, which I'm pretty sure really did shock you as a child and had a lasting impression. I don't think that would be worse than this prison camp <laughs> i just feel like that was a, it's it was weird I'm like what it's like a prison camp man <laughs> like okay but also you know getting into like his life in this camp this guy like when they're getting breakfast, a guy is call, a guy comes up to him and says he's the devil. And like this dude really woke up with violence in his heart. Like 
everyone's just trying to get breakfast. Dog, where did you come from? First of all, <laughs> second of all, you call yourself the devil? We're all here in the same place, okay? Just relax. It's too, it's too early in the morning for all this, sir. Like That measly ass back breakfast. Let me get um, my breakfast. That breakfast was pathetic looking. It's prison. They ain't about to get, I mean, some kind of prison somewhere, but you don't expect them to get, you know, I don't know what to expect because that wasn't even like a full. I've never been to like an Asian prison work camp. Miso soup or whatever it was supposed to be. All right. It wasn't. It, was, it like, wasn't. It wasn't it a really lot. It really wasn't. It was like a tablespoon of broth and some, I saw a green onion, a slice, I think. <laughs> and I think a little bit of meat, I think. I don't know. Like, could this dude just wait until we had our little breakfast? Like, no. <laughs> No. You're ruining breakfast. You know, no. we need to we need to eat. <coughs> Bruce obviously kicks her ass. He, he kicks her asses. Yeah. By himself. He didn't need any help. So he gets thrown into solitary confinement. Mm-hmm. And this of is course. where we meet. Um <laughs> let me see if I pronounce this correctly. Wait, how the hell do I say this? <laughs> Henri. Henri Ducard. Henri Ducard. He did not say Henry. I was like, Whoop. okay. <laughs> <coughs> Jesus. Oh, I had so much oh, in there. Um, <laughs> Henry Ducard is also played by, where's my notes at? <laughs> Liam Neeson. All right. Liam Neeson's. We don't know who this I love is. Liam I, I, have to, I am not explaining who this man is with this. This is the wrong podcast for you if you don't know who Liam Neeson is. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of discussion. How did about. you find us? If you don't know <laughs> who Liam Neeson is. Well, right now he is playing, I'm gonna say Henry Descartes. And he picks up Bruce because he's like, Oh, I know who you are. You you are out for justice. So he's he's like guy's trained to become a modern day ninja but first he must track his way up a mountain with a blue winter i call it a blue winter flower he must have said something different breaking white men out of jail and then he's like but here's the thing i am not a fan of nature walks in the winter (laughs) completely cold um who is a what he that track was a mighty track it was I wouldn't even call it a nature walk. I mean, I guess some people will find that cold, bracing, and refreshing. Not me. No. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. So after he gets through his walk, he, you know, (laughs) sprawling. I enjoy looking at this uh, little, I won't call it a mansion. What would you call it? It could be a, like an... Um. I thought it was it kind like of resembled more like a temple or a something. Temple. It's like built in a mountainside temple. Is yeah, it's sprawling, and this is where we meet Razawul, who's played by Ken Watanabe. <laughs> He's like snuck his way up in there, <laughs> like for real. Slid into this movie real quick. <laughs> like we weren't gonna notice. <laughs> like we know who you are. You think we're gonna see you? <laughs> I see you. <laughs> I see you, Ken. You know. So, like, insulting, though, about this trek that Bruce has done. He is welcome with an open arm attack and a beat down. Oh, yeah. He needs to beat the shit out of him. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute now, bro. Yeah, he's ass beat. He is tired. 
Like, come on now. He is malnourished. <laughs> it's exhausted. And y'all are just going to be like, mm, we're going to beat your ass now. We need to see what you made up. Excuse, excuse me? Y'all can't even let me like get my strength up nope. a little bit. They was like, nah, no, we need to see. meal, <laughs> nothing. We just want to see, Absolutely you know, nothing. at your lowest, if you are willing to fight to stay alive. The Liam Neeson's kicked his ass, and that's I mean, And then once again, we jump another scene because I say we're jumping around, and I want to say also Thomas Wayne was a real down to earth man. He made his family take public transit. Mm-hmm. Which was I mean, but they built it. They built it, so and also it's like y'all in public transit all dressed up too. Which on their way like, to a fucking opera. I feel like but this is not a good to- look for you. No, it's not. But I like <laughs> the way the trains looked then. They look real nice and clean. When we get mm-hmm. to the of Rachel, it looks beat down and dirty. Everything seemed when they're like his parents died, it yes. just seemed like everything just yes. fell off. You want to talk about the opera real quick? <laughs> Ooh, it key looks entertaining, but it's so ironic. I was like, who, who, what, who? If these are bats. They're personifying bats. Am I wrong? I mean, it's yes. very dramatic. It was. They get to the opera, which is. Because watching this, I didn't, I couldn't really figure out what it is they were there to see. Because I thought they had always gone to the opera to see the Mask of Zorro, and I wasn't sure if that was the same thing. I myself have never seen the opera, any opera. Yes, we have. Yes, we Uh, have. What opera did we see? The um, the one with the Green Witch. That's not an opera. That's a musical. Oh, I mean, I guess they're different. Sort of. Actually, I guess you're right. We did see. fuck! <laughs> <laughs> you guys, we don't know, but I do know. I have seen an opera. It was like oh, I saw Othello. I think Othello is considered an opera. I I'm not sure. Oh no, I saw an opera. It was a. Di- about that transcendence. That's where the transcendence movie came from. You know, the one with Johnny Depp? Yeah. It was an actual opera first, I believe. And that's oh. what I... Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. It was very interesting. I mean, I've seen musicals. But whatever they were seeing, I don't know what it was, because it was like... It was an opera. dance, like, <laughs> just like... I don't know what the opera's called. Me? Well, like, people, like, bat people. <laughs> <laughs> People are like bats. And I feel bad for him because it's like, oh gosh, he's having like flashbacks. Like panic. He's about to have a panic attack, like straight on PTSD because of the bats. Um, and so it's like, I thought they were seeing one thing, but they're watching this play. Like, what is this play? I don't know. There's witches and bats and shit spinning around. And a man belting the shit out of his lungs. (laughs) He's going in so it's a lot and i would really be triggered by that as well if i just had a very traumatic experience yeah. falling down a well with bats and then all of a sudden we're in this <laughs> opera where there's bats and witches and stuff all over the place so of course he wants to leave and his parents they tell bruce you know we're here for you let's go you know you you're not comfortable let's just head on out 
So of course they head on out. His family gets mugged, which is um, sad. And God, it's just <laughs> it was a it's tragedy. It was tragic because it's like, I'm like you know, his dad wanted to do what he thought was best right. and ended up getting shot. Yes. And mom ends up getting shot. Yes. And it, it's really all over nothing. And really, it wasn't. So Bruce literally just little kid who was having a panic attack in the opera because he had a traumatic experience, wants to leave to go home someplace where he's feeling comfortable with his parents and he ends up watching them die in front of him. So that is tragic. And to me, it's like, well, I hope they send Bruce a therapy um, but we know that didn't happen. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. <laughs> right now we're flashing back between his young son and, and the other part of him trekking up a fucking mountain in Asia. <laughs> no, <laughs> you find out he's been gone for years. Oh so like, it's like, geez. And it's also crazy that he, he had Alfred, but he didn't have any other family. Like where's like he has no family on either his mother or his father's side. Like where is his family at? That literally there was no one that could come and take care of Bruce. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there was nobody that could come and take care of him, you know, just to have family, just to have someone love on him. But it's good because he had Alfred. Alfred loved on him you know, to the best of his ability, you know. Right what Bruce allowed for him to do you know that's what it is what Bruce allowed you know because I'm pretty sure Alfred wanted to be more affectionate wanted to really raise him but being that Alfred was technically you know his butler his employee um he really couldn't do as much as he wanted but Alfred did the best that he could we also ran into you know Gordon and at that time, he's just a regular mm-hmm. officer. True. Also played by Gary Oldman in, once again, The Range. The Range of this man. <laughs> you know, have not seen The Fifth Element or like Harry Potter. I don't know. In any, or literally any, any movie, movie because he's literally a different person it, in every well, single girl, You're like, oh, this that man, he gets a completely different vibe. So I just want to point out the scene in the back in like you know in the police station this is this is going to be a recalled moment later down the line later later down the line in a different movie just keep that in mind i hope you guys already have figured that out if you haven't well uh, you will figure it out in another podcast of this episode. my god <laughs> <laughs> we are back at ninja camp mm-hmm. <laughs> so they're in their little temple thing and he called them ninjas and they came down quiet as hell like there was literally no sound when the ninjas descended down they all came out it was like silence there was no (laughs) sound and then we go into of course the training montage um and then they have a little heart-to-heart talk again it's just like i don't know he okay it's known that anger outweighs the guilt. It's anger that outweighs the guilt that Bruce is feeling. And Descartes, you know, it's like, I'm going to train you to face that shit. <laughs> but I don't know if it was the best oh, solution yeah. to say that it was Thomas's fault 
for being. I didn't say it was a good heart to heart, but to them, it was a heart to heart. It was a very, um, it was. I mean, it was like intimate. Yeah, it was a very you know, there intimate. There was one out in the freezing of them. weather on fucking ice. It was <laughs> the ice. God, <laughs> I am mad. It's winter. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, after that little hard, hard talk, little something, there's a flashback to college Bruce <laughs> with the bang side swoop. The bang. Bang. Here's a- <laughs> Not the bang. <laughs> And the whole house is draped up and not draped up in a good way, but like with literal drapes Spooky. with like cloth. If I walk in there, I'll be afraid one of those statues are going to move. Right. Like I've seen Doctor Who. Don't play with me. Like, not the, I'm not even not the angels. gonna go there. Uh-uh. I love those episodes. That is also my that is my favorite yes. episode. Yes. It is also a very scary episode. I love all and of them the angels right now. <laughs> I love that episode. <laughs> um, so it seemed like that Alfred was like, Well, shit, ain't nobody here, so I'm not gonna be dusting this shit every day. Let's just I put some cloth up. Let's just, <laughs> let's just put this stuff up. And so uh so of course Alfred is trying to be like a good guide, you know, a guardian. He's trying to be like a good guardian for Bruce. And Bruce is being a dick again, as he's per you. He's a bit bitter. Because he's, he's bitter. But, you know, he's also very entitled and privileged. And he also says, he says to Alfred, he's like, why do you give a damn, Alfred? It's not your family. Like, wow. You know what? Maybe okay, you guys like, are the only family Alfred's got, asshole. Right. Don't deserve Alfred, first of all. (laughs) Second of all, who else is going to take care of you? Who else do you have, sir? College, Bruce, get it together. So then we, I think we get to the courthouse. I have a confession to make. Because I thought that uh, for some odd reason, because you know how (laughs) cases like this could take years drawn out. I thought it took years Mm -hmm. to put this man in prison, but he wasn't going to prison, you know? But then I realized, oh no, he's being released early. Like after Mm -hmm. 14 years from murdering beloved Wayne's. Which I think is insane. I think that's insane Because he murdered two people. So in cold blood in front of a, a child. Right. But well, so. he, the only reason why he's getting there released because he'll testify against Falcone. Falcone. He might as well just kept his ass in jail. You already knew it was good when you 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 knew it was about to happen. Well, so I don't even know. Gang gang himself. Bruce was really not about that life. He really is. He, I mean, what are the chances though that you come to kill this guy and someone else wants to kill him? Then you watch him die. Yeah. Like like Bruce needs help. Like he. <laughs> Get some therapy. Like, you don't like, need to see this. Come on. He's like, yes, I do. <laughs> like, how sick are yeah. you? Like, you need help. <laughs> Someone get him a therapist. Right. He needs to sit down and work. He's sitting down issues. now. He is hopping about the world. Also, Rachel played he by really Holmes, everybody. We're, out. We're here. Which excellent as Rachel. Yes, Katie Holmes was really good as as Rachel and I was really bummed out when she wasn't in the second Batman movie girl same you know hmm 
I will always have feelings. <laughs> I will always have feelings. Um, and that's no shade to uh, Maggie. No. Gyllenhaal. But Katie Holmes, she was really made to be Rachel. And I really wish she would have been able to do both movies. Anyway, <laughs> Rachel slapped the shit out of his mouth because he was talking crazy. <laughs> They gave him a reminder, double slap. But there was a pause in between. Slap. Like, here's your change. Slap. Why did you just do a pow pow over? <laughs> you know, and then of course Bruce does some other stupid shit. Um, oh yeah, because he, he Rachel took him to see Falcone. <laughs> Which was like, you didn't even have to go and um you didn't have to do this. Yeah. Like this wasn't like a smart. Yeah move and i feel like she's been making dumb moves since she got back he you know it's like bruce you know i'm tormented because i wanted to kill him but someone else got to do it now i'm going to pull up unarmed to the biggest mobster in gotham for no real reason but to feel like a man like what was the plan here bruce it was not rachel told you what's up and you decided to run up on falcone like what is wrong with you like what what is wrong with you but then of course falcone said um some whew, some some slick about his dad his dead dad yep. and that was it that he was <laughs> He got kicked out of the establishment. Like, he got kicked out of the bar. <laughs> he got kicked out of the nice, like, looking bar. Like, what? I just don't understand what he thought was going to happen here, you know? I don't to do either. Like, we trying to talk to... I don't get it. Whatever. What was the move? So then, you know, he made that decision right then and there that he was about to do some shady stuff and come back at some point. And he gave um, this man um, his coat and said, be careful. Everyone's going to come looking for me. He burns his wallet. He gives the money to the poor dude for his jacket. And then the dude's like, well, hold on. Don't burn that nice warm wool coat. Right. This is a nice coat. But I'm like, Like, are you kidding me? As a non- you know, as a non-citizen of Gotham City, it looks really nice. But also, as a non-resident citizen of Gotham City, I wouldn't exactly know who that would have belonged to. Right. <laughs> but still, if he, like, we've listened to Crime Junkie. We've, we've watched several crime documentaries. Oh. So if they find, find this man... Um, who isn't living in the house. He's living out on the streets. They find this man Mm -hmm. with his coat and Bruce Wayne is just missing. Mm -hmm. You know, you're the first thing is going to be like, what did you do to Bruce? What did you do to him? You know, if they had found, but I mean, it's got them. They're like, no one's doing any detective work. But if they did do detective work and they find this man with Bruce Wayne's coat, they're going to be like, he killed and robbed Bruce Wayne because, I mean, you see these people, everybody is struggling in Gotham. Mostly all these people are are struggling. So, you know, it just wasn't a good look on Bruce to be like, here is my coat and my wallet and stuff. I'm going to disappear. Bye. (laughs) 
because now this man has all your stuff and if they come looking for you and they find him with all this stuff like they will assume that he killed him which is an awful assumption yeah but, um, you know they're gonna think they did a great job hey we got him boom yeah, but it. apparently nobody gave a fuck uh, because no that didn't happen. So then we jump to like Bruce out here traveling like a criminal, mainly just stealing though, you know. But you also <sighs> find out that the Wayne Enterprise is also into some shady businesses. Oh yeah. yeah. Which I mean, that's when you start seeing like, okay, so there's like a method to the madness. You gotta keep in mind though, because um, the Wayne's are not running the company and because Bruce out here living it up in these jail houses for fun. Which is crazy. Like caught. the privilege. Whatever. That's what I'm saying. I'm like the <laughs> easy to get out with a one phone call if you really wanted to. So it's like, gosh. So he he stole, he participated in criminal activities. Mm-hmm but you weren't a criminal. Mm-hmm. You just wanted to understand mm-hmm. them. Like, the absolute privilege and entitlement. Like, could I just go out and be around crime and participate in it? But if everybody gets busted, can I just be like, I'm not a criminal. I'm just trying to get a feel of what criminals do, you know? Uh, yeah. So, we're um, almost at the end of Act 1. We're going to jump right into the main part of it is the hallucinogenic drug the freaking winter blue flower i call it blue winter flower whatever i called it so one of the things that i had a question about because i did have some more notes it's that i didn't think he knew the language because he was never speaking the language everyone around him was kind of speaking in like english Mm -hmm. but he did know the language and then they had the big the i called it the big test (laughs) the big test of justice (laughs) It big it's big test and it looked like he passed and they were like great you're going here's straight to management test. but it's like gag here's <laughs> the real test this is the test now and um yeah you get to see his growth because mm-hmm. he went from getting a hard on while watching joe chill take his last breath to actually believing in the justice system which is like wow yes so like crazy. The thing is, like, at the end of the day, after the hallucinated drug test, <laughs> yeah. Bruce ends up destroying the League of Shadows nice cliffside fortress because of a couple of reasons. Break it down. He had to show commitment to the LOS. That's why I'm calling the League of Shadows by executing this guy for, you know, a petty crime. It was super petty. It was the same thing he was doing, stealing. I was mm-hmm. like, oh shit, I can't do that. And so, well, if you can't do that, then you can't lead the LOS out to do justice. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, and what are we going to do? And then the recent order was to infiltrate Gotham City and destroy it. And he's like, oh, well, fuck no. I, that's my hometown. So, Which was also a weird place to choose in the first place to me. We'll get into that later. Why? <laughs> so he ends up destroying the LOS's little cliffside, sprawling ninja castle but he also saves the card gag which um was good on him because because he can't kill i would have so that is act one (laughs) basically i mean really in act one he calls his butler to come pick him up yes (laughs) yes he's like he calls his butler to pick him up he's like you know what i'm done playing ninja now so come on come pick me up 
come and pick me up thanks and it's like what y'all declared me dead just because i've had any contact with anyone for seven years Uh, you guys are tripping he didn't declare him dead mr earl did I'll go into that. But that's what he's all mad about it. Like, mm-hmm. but no one's heard from you, nigga. Where you been? Like, <laughs> he had left everything in Alfred's name. Smart. Yeah. So. The smart, so. of course. I mean, who else would you trust other than Alfred? No Nobody else likes no you. One. So I wish I could just be like, you know, I'm tired of this. Let me call my butler to come pick me up in my jet so I can go back home to my mansion. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> so let's take a break. And we're back once more with Act Two. This is kind of don't look at me like that. I'm, I wasn't looking at you like that. I was just looking at my neck. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, damn! <laughs> and my eyes not open up wide enough for you to see. It looked very aggressive. You just when, okay? When are they not aggressive looking? That's true. Okay. <laughs> so um we've already established that bruce has called alfred so anyway it cuts to for what i've seen in my notes we see dr crane played by cillian murphy he's got some chic bones out of this world i like to say but is it cillian or killian actually no killian cillian i always said i don't know but i used to think he was super cute i I don't know I don't know what is <laughs> Murphy. If you're hearing I don't know this, what it was. I think we still think you're kind of cute anyway. Yes, yes, you have mature. Gosh, there are just not enough black people in this movie. No, there really isn't. <laughs> there was a Jessica in there. Hmm, we'll get to Mr. Fox anyway. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> this Mr. Fox? Yeah. But um Lucius. in my notes we get Dr. Crane and he's out here rounding up people, you know, for some quotation mark criminal activity, which is actually he's doing mm-hmm. favors. Cause he is a doctor, he's a psychiatrist psychologist. Which one is the one that they could just prescribe shit? He works in Arkham Asylum. Pretty much. That's what he's doing. He writes off people saying that they're criminally insane so they cannot testify in court. Yeah. He's pretty he's cool. Working for Falcone. He's just saying, oh, yeah, they're criminally insane. They can't, they can't do anything. You got to send them to Arkham Asylum. And they're just going to sit there and not really be insane, but they got away, technically. I don't know why I put Rachel in her work ethic with her DAs. Well, that comes into play later in another movie, but I put that because she seemed a little bit close with this DA, too, but I could have been reading wrong into it. I don't think so. Okay. I read into it too. Okay, cool. <laughs> but I feel like they were always having her like be this ambitious, this ambitious woman who is like having low key relationships with her colleague who are also ambitious. So she's attracted to this ambitious man. Yeah. It's like she's just a hardworking woman. She's a bit complicated. But yeah, she was. She's a bit complicated. She is. I'm going to get some. She's good at her job. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Bruce has returned returns and he has decided to walk into the company like they're like oh my god Bruce you're alive (laughs) this was like he literally said Mm -hmm. and then like he was talking to Mr. Earl and he was like well you know I like to come back work my way back in but um 
I'm not going to try and run it. You know, you guys doing a good job. And he's like, what would you like to be looking for? And he was like, applied science department. And we see Mr. Fox. Hello, Morgan Freeman. Hey, hey. A lot of range of, a lot of ranging actors here. Yeah. I mean, they had a pretty solid <laughs> cast of people. Who's been in the game. And that's why... I'm just like, the first time I watched it, I really just didn't think it was that good. No. Oh, my God. You know what? I also forgot to mention Alfred Pennyworth is played by Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Like, if you guys don't know who that man is, I, I don't. Why? I feel like you're missing out on How'd life. How'd you get here? But welcome. We're going to welcome you all anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so the history of Mr. Fox was he was actually on the board, but Mr. Earl kicked him out. There is a little tiny side bit of pettiness going on in this movie between Mr. Fox and Earl. Mm-hmm. And I was living yep. it. So Mr. Earl had kicked him out. And so what I have found out also, Mr. Fox helped build Gotham's trains. He helped build the system. And you kicked this man off the board. I wonder why. No, no, I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> but then it cuts to a scene. I'm going to be pointing everything out. The Waynes, because him, let me not, not him, let me not, let me specify. Bruce and Alfred, they're down in the caves. And Alfred was giving out all sorts of good information. The, Wayne, the Waynes were the shit, okay? They were involved in the underground real world, all right? I thought that was amazing. That's why they got these kids. I thought that was interesting. I was like, this is cool. And unexpected. But then I'm also trying to how did Alfred get down those caves and he's still immaculate looking though? Because that's what he does. I mean, he is looking fresh in this dirty ass cave. But if you think about it, Alfred kind of just floats through every aspect of this house anyway. So, I mean, I would never expect Alfred to sully any part of him just because he's in the cave. (laughs) He does. Um, So these two start planning and ordering things to start building, you know, Batman. But we were not there yet. Got a long way to go. And so then we run into, we are here with Gordon, who is friendly blackmailed by Bruce in a black <laughs> get up. <laughs> he ain't Batman yet. And he's like, no, I'm not here to blackmail. I'm here to recruit. Sure. Okay. But still. Bruce in the, Bruce in the black get up. And then I put, <laughs> he goes spelunking off the roof and eats it on the fire escape. Which is embarrassing for him. Like, you're right. <laughs> Probably we go to Mr. Fox to get some more gear. I put ultimate cosplaying at its finest. Let's just (laughs) talk about how Lucius was never fooled by anything Bruce told him. Like, okay, you're just using this for spelunking, for sport. (laughs) You're just doing this just for this, for that. And on the end, it's like... This nigga about to do something crazy. And then when Batman shows up, ah, ah, I oh, Bruce is Batman. I, I, know, I know, I, I know. I seen that Bruce Batman. I, uh huh, right. Well, no one else is putting it together because <laughs> no one else is looking at the applied science department immediately. He's like, oh, I know who did this. You're definitely Batman. And so, mm-hmm. and then um. Here we are. I think it was a meetup between Falcone. Falcone I, I say it twice. I say Falcone and Falcone and Glass, the, the Glass police officer. 
the guy. Um, yeah. yeah. And so they're out there because they've got to go get their drugs. Mm-hmm. Sure. And so Bruce, I'm still calling him Bruce at this moment. He is. <laughs> oh, no, no, he's Batman. No, he's Batman. I think now. he's Batman by he's now. Bat- okay, because Batman that's when he starts doing wild criminal. stuff. Yes. He goes out there and I was like, he does a pretty good damn job bringing in this fear. He still fought a crowd of people, no problem. And we see the same homeless guy at the end of it. Because he, is this when he saved Rachel? Or is that later? Oh, this is later. This is before okay. he, his, he's still practicing. <laughs> so practicing. <laughs> but no, this, and then, uh, this is when the part, Rachel is on the train. I'm going to just go ahead and jump to that. Yeah. And um, guys, the train doesn't look as good as it did when we saw it. Yeah. That's what I was thinking of, that when um, they were about to jump her on that train. But she's waiting for the train and stuff. You know what? It's cute that she thought that she was, her purse swing was enough. (laughs) She was doing what she could. face off two people, that purse swing, there was no brick in that purse. So that little purse swing, she thought was enough to go face the other guy you would think being an attorney in Gotham, you you'd feet. be carrying something a little more substantial to protect yourself. And a taser. It wasn't even a gun taser and either. Taser. It was a taser. You gotta get like, up close and personal. Right. I'm living in Gotham. I am gonna be living. I'm keeping that thing in my purse <laughs> everywhere I go. <laughs> you are not about to catch me slipping at all. Paying attention, and then I paid attention again. Like she's facing off the second guy, and you see Batman in the back just giving one of his classic beatdowns. <laughs> I was like, she don't hear that, girl. Oh, he's like a ghost. <laughs> you can hear it. You can, you can, you can hear it. Hey, <laughs> girl, what did you think that was? This is it was nothing. not from your she purse swing. I can tell you that. She thought that purse was doing it. <laughs> no, girl, no. Rachel, oh, come on, girl. Batman gives her some leverage and a warning, and then we're up on this scene with Falcone and Falcone. I'm saying his name twice. And I just said he had to be hot up there on that big-ass lamp. That's what I see. That's what I had. I was like, I feel like hanging Falcone to this light should have been more painful and could have been flammable. Like it had third degree burns. Am I wrong? Fire. Like that is dangerous. Like I couldn't even I'm like, dang, you really put him up? Okay. Oh, oh, I didn't catch this actor's name, but there is another black person and he is the current commissioner and he was not having it that they got one of the biggest busts ever, but it wasn't by them. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all should have been on your jobs. This is what I'm talking about. Y'all was out here. Let's see. Let's try to see if I can find my man's name real quick because you know what? There are literally... (laughs) No black people. There's literally three people there. Colin McFarlane as Lube. Is that who it was? And then of course there's Jessica. It was Christine Adams is Jessica. <laughs> so I want to give you guys your props yeah. in this film. Yes. 
And he played commissioner in the second movie too for a little bit. Give you your props, my good sir. And Jessica. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Because you guys did not get your just desserts. Okay. It's a little enough. But it is what it is. We know. Yeah. What's good. This just wasn't our film. And I want to say it's okay, but is it? (laughs) (laughs) I want to say this was Colin McFarlane. And of course, um, I know Christine Adams. I think she was also in Black Lightning. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure. Yes, it's, yes, because she's Lynn. So, shout outs to um, the other two black people <laughs> in Gotham. What are they down in Gotham City? If you guys saw any other black people beside Morgan Freeman, Colin McFarlane, and Christine Adams in Batman Begins, Batman Begins. Please let, let us, us know. know. Email us. I want ever. I want all the black people <laughs> to get their just desserts. Yeah. Okay, yeah. they're <laughs> not getting a lot of screen time. Right. <laughs> Anywho, Alfred wakes up Bruce. He's like, "Oh man, sleeping past you know three p.m. in the afternoon. That's not a good look for a playboy. You got to be out there." But then he also suggests that Bruce come up with an excuse for those bruises, like. Polo and Bruce was not having it. that look on his face. He's like, I'm not gonna do polo. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and then he started doing push ups after he had his glass of OJ. And all I could think about was Christian Bay is so jacked. Oh my god. Oh, was, oh my god, those arms. Girl, were you not looking at the same man I was looking at? Hashtag Christian Bay. Hashtag it. was cute. <laughs> what? I guess. What? Oh my God. <laughs> First of all, the fact that he just wakes up and just does push ups. Christian Charles Philip Bale. Oh, yes. <laughs> the nerve that you're just like, mm, this is what Bruce would do. I'm just gonna, I think he just needed to have an excuse, A, to have your shirt off, and B, just to do push-ups to show off your muscles. 200 and something odd pounds of beef. I I enjoyed it. Hashtag I know you Christian did. I was like, oh, here, we need to throw a little thirst trap in for the, we got to throw a little thirst out there for everyone that uh, that's interested. Here you go. Here's I got Christian <laughs> Shirt off, waking up first thing in the afternoon to do some push-ups. Enjoy. Yes. And, and the girls did. Okay. So then, um, <clears throat> We cut to Mr. Earl and we learned that one of the Wayne Enterprises cargo ships was used as an example by his own military grade weapon. It was used on their cargo ships and the, and the weapon was missing. It was stolen. Which is crazy because it was a crazy weapon. <laughs> like it's an insane weapon. Yeah. So yeah. It took it like pressurized the water and used it. Yeah. 
So, um, and then it cuts to another scene. I'm going to go Christian Bay, sardine, two chicks into his Lambo. I just want to say he honestly could just put me in the Lambo. Just one, just me. I am more than enough. So I'm I'm pretty (laughs) sure he's a married man. So let's just... Yes. Yes. Stop lusting after Christian Bill. I just love. He knows. She knows. Does he? Oh, well, obviously she knows. She married him. She locked that down. So yeah, they've been married for like twenty years. years. Oh, decades. I'm sure of it. Oh yes. Okay. Let me get through it. He shows up, you know, just to, you know, try to be the billionaire, put on this little fit. Fi- you know what? I'm not going to try to say that word. Face up front that he's still here. He is not this Batman. Person. Facade? Yes, that word, facade. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like, what is it? What? He learns. He's, he's learning how people are perceiving the Batman. And he also bought the hotel. Which, I mean, my first thing is like, why y'all get into that water feature? That wasn't a, like, they didn't cool, know that. They it's were a not water American. feature. And, like, the fact that none of his friends were phased that he no, just bought a hotel. Obviously not. No. And then, oh, shit. This is, like, since Bruce has been back, this is the first official meeting between him and Rachel. Him and Rachel. I'm, and then I, like, I put down here, he really loves this woman, but I have... She's complicated, Bruce. I don't know if she's complicated. She is. I feel like he's complicated. Oh, he is. You know what? This is I feel like he is now. She's pretty normal. Uh, <laughs> I think everyone, anyone who's living, well, you know what? In Gotham, I think that's like the most normal you're going to get because Gotham is insane. Well, there's uh, Gordon. <laughs> Didn't he move to Gotham, though? He's a police officer. He is in Gotham. He's in there, but he moved to Gotham. I don't think he's from Gotham. Oh, I don't think he was, like, born and raised there. Oh, I think he oh, relocated yeah. there. Okay, well, that ends uh, Act 2. Damn it. <laughs> I feel like them just running each other by chance and having that, like, really deep conversation after not seeing each other for seven years was pretty intense. I'm like... If I just saw someone for the first time after seven years, I'm just going to be like, hi. Bye. Bye. Maybe catch up later. I don't know. I have a dinner reservation at this hotel you just bought. Exactly. Like, I'm I'm here for a reason. So <laughs> Pretty much really work late. At. And Probably with my DA, work. but I'm still going to get this. Like, this isn't really for you. This isn't the time. No, not, not tonight, Bruce. You go ahead and sardine those two chicks back into that Lambo. It's just really a health hazard, safety hazard. That's dangerous. No one should have let him like do I that. Like I said, it could have just been one of me. It literally would have only been one of me. <laughs> we could not fit anybody else in there. It would have just been me. And you know what? <laughs> we would have had a good time. <laughs> I wasn't going to jump into the water feature because I'm not going to get my hair wet. I was wet. just going to sit there and have a few glasses of wine and eat. I would have definitely had several glasses of yeah. wine. I would have had a cur- bring the bottle. <laughs> bring two. Leave it. Bring, bring leave a couple one bottles. And leave it there. And I'm, I'm going to be, uh, I mean, honestly, I'm going to eat like, um, let me get this as an appetizer. Let me, <laughs> let me get two entrees. And I would like to also um, place an order for it to go when I'm about to. 
I wanted to go. <laughs> if you could, please, sir. I also have a to go order. Like, what? Bruce isn't used to women that eat that much. He's like, hold on. Wait, excuse me? Like, we live in Gotham, sir. I I don't know when I'm ever going to be up in this restaurant ever again. again. I don't even know if I'm ever going to leave so, my apartment anytime soon. <laughs> like, niggas die every day, B. I need to eat good while I can. Like, this is my only chance. So, um, let me just like, if I am get a couple bottles of wine. <laughs> Actually, can I get some wine to go? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, God. It's like, oh, I just bought this whole time. Like, well, shit, can I stay in that room for free? (laughs) Right. Can I get a room? Okay. (laughs) Since you own this. um, Let's do some presidential suites. Like and he he probably be like um no nah, I can take you home um, or or we could just use a presidential suite and we just call it that use the penthouse suite oh yeah you know I mean and then you can go you just ate mm. <laughs> okay dessert okay you don't understand this um I live in Gotham okay. <laughs> All right, I work at a bank, which literally means I could die at any day. The sure. rate that we're being robbed is insane. So, 89.9% chance that this bank will be robbed at any moment. Okay, guys, this is how we look like on a date with Bruce. He wouldn't know what to do with Honestly. either of us. But I feel like he would ask, he would want another date because he's never met anyone in a while and... Okay, let's get. Can we take a break? (laughs) Let's take a break. (laughs) Gather ourselves, get our bearings, and then it all started. Get into (laughs) Act Three and close it out. We'll be back. Hello again. We're back. Back. Uh, Well, they finally had gotten. Yeah, they got Falcone, Falcone, <laughs> and Dr. Crane isn't here with the bullshit. Because he's like, you know what? Would you like to see my mask? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Heath Monster's Halloween mask, homemade, spooky, yet effective, because, you know, it's got the, it's got the hell of a drug. Ooh, it was crazy. <laughs> Scarecrow was on it. Falcon thought everything was sweet. He was, he was like, nope, nice take your little spritz in the he face. He was going to get that beer. Bam. He was like, oh, just write me off as, you know, mentally incompetent and stuff like that. And then he's just like. False. Because he was trying to you blackmail. Your spritz. He was trying to blackmail Crane saying, I know what you're doing for. I know. I would just want to know who you're working for. And Dr. Crane. Like, Which was dumb. Bruh. All right. Would you like to see my mask? (laughs) And now he is mentally. (laughs) So now you're messed up, dude. He really is messed up now. (laughs) I mean, actually, I like to point out, I did like the effects of how they brought in Scarecrow. Because sometimes you think... I did too. Because, you know, we've had the the nipple suit Batmans and 
We've mm. had the um, Tim Burton Batmans, which I feel like I love Tim Burton I Batman. Did enjoy, I love them too. The Tim Burton Batmans set nicely between Joel Schumacher's <laughs> Batman and Christopher Nolan's <laughs> Batman. <laughs> that in between, like dark and also cartoony campy um, without campy. it being super campy yeah without being like super campy still got the dark. um yeah. michael keaton was amazing oh yeah i love michael keaton as batman he was, <laughs> he was really great michael keaton started off he's just excellent he and he also has he's a, he's a range the too. range because <laughs> he plays he plays in like He's been in comedies. He's been in dramas. Been in horror. Like, he's Beetlejuice. Real, real, so, yeah. you know. He's got it. Excellent. Right. Just excellent. So, and he's going to be in The Flash. So I'm excited about it. But, um, <clears throat> so then Batman makes another visit to Gordon with another warning and another abrupt leave. I have, he leaves. When he leaves, he leaves. There is no sound. Batman is gone. It's a ghost. And then he's like, well, it's time to go get Flass. Oh, there it is. Flass to talk. That the other cop that Gordon. No, oh, yeah. Which doesn't take much mm-hmm. effort at all. I mean, would you give it? Would you get I mean, if you're being slung around, you go high up and then almost drop to your death and then caught and then you back up again. He literally had this man hanging upside down saying, swear to me. <laughs> Swear to me. <laughs> okay. I'm going to tell you everything. Bro. And he did. Okay, man. He sung like a canary. He really did. Yes. I mean, but it's a Batman guy hanging you upside down and dropping you. I'm going to tell you whatever you need <laughs> what to you know. Want, bro? So. What do you want? I got, I got everything. Just leave me alone, please. And so um, we get, God, I don't want to mess up his name, but we get the DA, Rachel's boss. I thought it was Mr. Finch, but I think it was something else. Oh, his name, Carl Finch. Oh, okay. So it was Finch. All right. District attorney. Yeah. So you got it right. He returns, but then he's abruptly not returned because uh, he is investigating the cargo ships. And he's like, there's one extra on this manifest list that shouldn't be here, and I want to investigate it. Well, sir, you dug doing a little job. too deep. <laughs> doing his job. Uh, yeah. He was. He was. He's the DA. He was doing his job. But um, yeah. He he ain't coming back. You guys. <laughs> he was. He was done after that. They got him. We pop off to the Narrows, which is just ten times as worse as Gotham City. It's a neighborhood in Gotham mm-hmm. City called the Narrows, and we go off. And Batman yes. is like, you know what? I gotta investigate because of what Flash has, you know, given up. And he's got some high, serious high tech. He is pretty much Superman with this high tech. He's looking through bricks or walls. You could do that? Yeah. Is there stuff like that you can do that? I have no idea. Yeah. I'm not part of the CIA, but I feel like yes. maybe okay. they do have okay. it. <laughs> I believe the technology is out there. <laughs> but um, I think Batman needs to work up on his stealth. Because, like... Scarecrow and his goons, they come in ready to torch the place. I don't know why. He's just said we got to torch it. 
cool, whatever. And so like Batman goes in there and he beats one guy up and is quite loud. I'm like, you are notifying your position. <laughs> Again. Again. <laughs> down. It's just a better beat down. And then like, but he gets caught. Not caught, but he thought he was about to piece up these guys. It's just like, it's just a guy and another guy because he already beat down one guy. Mm-hmm. Problem is, it's Crane. And he was ready with the... Yeah, which was so funny because Batman really slammed him against concrete stairs. I was like, I don't kill people, but I do slam people against things <laughs> that can really mess them beat up down. for the rest of their lives. <laughs> My God. He, so he gets the treatment. I call it the treatment. But then he's like, you know what? I'm also going to douse you with gasoline and set you on fire. And, and then I put Batman yeast himself in the building. <laughs> I mean, he did. He, he did. <laughs> I was like, he You're not wrong. That is an accurate description. <laughs> And then he slings himself up a different one and he's like, Alfred. <laughs> I was like, did he just say Alfred? Help? <laughs> Luckily, he's coherent enough to blurt out that he's been poisoned and that he needs to have it Ooh. looked at. And Mr. Fox coming with the safe. We're at his birthday at this point. He's, he's oh, been okay. out for two days. He's woken up exactly yeah. on his birthday. <laughs> and I put Damn. this has nothing to do with anything but Bruce sleeps in proper PJs <laughs> I just noticed he's a he's a rich man hey, make me a rich woman I still I can assure you I am sleeping in t-shirt and some panties and calling it a day if that if that I'm just gonna be honest about I it I film my that. thread count okay Ugh. Gosh, because if I get rich, I'm getting the highest thread count possible. Oh, I want I ain't gonna luxury, which makes no sense because my children are just going to ruin them with barbecue sauce and milk. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that is and crumbs. Don't forget crumbs, even though you tell them. Don't and crumbs. Oh, my don't God. Don't come to my bedroom and eat. If they get in the bed. Don't eat in I'm here. Like, why is there a layer of Frosted Flakes? <laughs> cookie crumbs or um syrup from waffles okay and then so oh we're almost we're getting to the climax so rachel pops up just to drop off a gift because she's like i have to go my boss has been missing for two day, for like two days and you know what that means in gotham city you're right he is the, the dead he is dead girl you are absolutely correct he is dead <laughs> dead unfortunately and we learned that mr earl was also trying to cover up his tracks he is so shady and then you know mr fox Mm -hmm. was like how did you because he mr earl's coming in asking about this high-tech pressurized machine that is stolen and mr fox is like how did you he's like lost you mean stolen and so mr earl's like you know what you're fired bitch i'm like wait a minute we're we're like you know what we're shutting down the applied science department i was like that means you're fired what i was like oh i want to go he was asking the appropriate amount of questions because that is technically his shit 
That's yeah. Your, that's your I mean, guy. that microwave emitter thing. Yeah. I mean, that's not like you lost a toaster or something. <laughs> like, that bitch was <laughs> stolen. <Table> toaster. <laughs> oh, Jeez. <laughs> and then poor Rachel. She really is trying to do God's work. She's out here in Arkham Asylum, but um, she gets more than what she initially thought, and she realizes she's in danger. And once again, Crane is not here for bullshit. Mm-hmm. He also seems super excited to meet the Batman. Oh, we're getting to your part. We are getting to your part. Okay, so Batman is also not here for the bullshit, but sir. You can't poof the drugs in Crane's face and then ask questions. That's right. what he did. Like, and, what? And, like, what? And, and he's like, what do you think I'm going to get for me? We get his fucking voicemail. Dr. Crane isn't here right now. <laughs> I was like, God damn it. But oh my God. he did say Roz, uh, Roz Al Ghul. Then we got mm-hmm. the voice message. And then, bro, you want to go ahead and talk about... Oh. <laughs> He called the bats, which I thought was hilarious, because and it was. Could you imagine? (laughs) He had it just like, and then all these, (laughs) like all these bats just coming. How dramatic! I wonder how long that actually took, because his his. Batman does love you know Batman likes to talk about other like talk about villains and how dramatic they are like the Joker but I mean Batman was out here doing some theatrical shit too dude you are painting black around your eyes and putting on a cowl hat and talking like this for no reason (laughs) building give me a break but um Rachel is heavily drugged she's got hell of a drug We take a fun thrilling ride in the Batmobile. (laughs) I wouldn't say fun. It was definitely thrilling. Could you imagine be like completely out of it, going through the city on fire, basically, (laughs) just falling apart? It looks like it's pure chaos. She's like, oh, she was, oh, she was feeling it. I just can't even believe she survived. I don't know how she's, that was like a long long trip to the back I'm cave. surprised her I heart mean, didn't stop working I would have probably not have made it like, <laughs> like the <laughs> amount he gave her <laughs> that is that will I mean that will freak me out enough to stay away like what the <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Jesus in this damn Batmobile the whole time watching flashing lights go by in the street. like going like 300 miles <laughs> he's, like, he's, so built, he's zooming through the city. didn't they jump buildings in the Batmobile? Yes. Yeah, yeah. they with the big ass tires and stuff. Yeah, they sure did. They yeah. jumped onto the highway. They jumped a building roof to a It was going crazy. Oh. Like I feel like I would have I don't he know how she's not having fun. I would have been in, in a panic. I think Bruce and Alfred, they they get like they have a little moment because he's like, those are those are Bruce's people out there. They're here for Bruce, you know, mm-hmm. you know even though you're out here doing Batman and stuff like that. You you still need to show the support of these people that love the Waynes. They love you. Stuff like that. Yeah. So when they have that whole like these are Bruce's people, you know, that he doesn't see himself as that Bruce anymore. 
he's Batman. Like, I am not that Bruce. I'm not the same Bruce I used to be. I'm not trying to be that Bruce. I'm trying to be, I'm Batman. <laughs> Basically, like, I'm Batman and I'm sick of this bullshit where I have to be, <laughs> I have to be Bruce Wayne and go out here and kiss people's asses. But, you know, it's something that's necessary. Right. It's something that needs to be done. It does. Because it has to be done. <laughs> Things need to be done as Bruce Wayne as well for the people in the city. And I know I know that's hard for him to understand as he doesn't want to do the one and the same. Like how Iron yeah. Man, we all know who Iron Man is. It like because like honestly, it's like he has to be Batman. If he's not, then if it's one and the same, he's gonna put people in danger. As Iron Man did. Oh god. I- <laughs> <laughs> As Tony Stark put everyone in danger. So um, we're at the party. I'm going to see about a couple hours in. And then this lady's like, Bruce, there's someone that you need to meet. And then she's like, am I saying this right? Raz Agu? That was funny. I thought it was funny how she said it. I was like, is it Raz? Raz. Raz. I thought it was Rage. I thought it was Rage Agu. So what the fuck do I know? What do any of us know? Like how I don't know. I'm pretty sure everyone's gonna out this. People out there are gonna be like, girl, it is pronounced this and only this. Well, but it was I thought it was rage. It was like, like rage. It was like this, it was a bald guy, you know, and it was like, no, that's impossible. I kind of killed him. But like honestly, and then it, like the cloak comes down and then it's Ducard was like, ha, I'm raw as all ghoul. Yeah, this white man. <laughs> It was me all the time. Be specific. This white Frenchman. (laughs) (laughs) This white Frenchman. (laughs) He's Rachel Ghoul. I'm gonna say wrong. Which (laughs) is very interesting, I guess. Um, I mean, what was it called? Trickery, (laughs) illusion, illusion. Illusion. Yes. I was like, oh my God, you guys are so dramatic. Anyways, um, yeah, tricks. Obviously, he's got some morals and he's like, your beef is with me, not with these people. You know, he cares. You know, he yeah, doesn't want to go and be at the party. Yeah. So, for the goodness sake of it, but I swear, for goodness sake, it's his fucking birthday. Could we do this like tomorrow? <laughs> right. Jeez. Like, like really I've been through enough. Already. So Bruce out here, he had to act a fool to crash his own party. And I'm just like, can you just say I'm tired? Could we please just shut this down so I could get somewhere arrested? Right. Because That's why I'm like, like why are you at the here? Right. You guys with your face. I would have been like, thank you guys all friends. for coming. I was like, he needs to leave because I don't feel good. I was like, you guys, party is I'm done. Kind of thank, you. Well. thank you for all being here. But no, he went a different way. He was like, nah. Fuck it. <laughs> We're about to get everybody out here and never come back. Like, well, damn. If you didn't piece it together, that winter blue flower is the hallucinogenic, hallucinogenic drug. And that crane actually learned to weaponize it. He we- He's the one who did it. He is mm-hmm. not part- let, me, let me put this. Let me say this. Crane is not part of the LOS. Oh, no. He's not. Just a pawn. He just, he just did shit for them. Yeah, he was just, he was a pawn in it. But, you know, it was um, 
beneficial relationship yes. for both of them. But remember that Gotham City was the next target, even though it took quite some it, when I say quite some time, I don't mean it like that because they really infiltrated every level of infrastructure. They are, they yes. are the cops. They are the judges. Mm-hmm. They are everyone. The LOS is the high people that you thought were supposed to help you, that they're here to uh, I mean, and then, that's... And then I learned that... <laughs> Through his speech, the LOS has been around for centuries. He was like, "Who brought that rules?" Yeah. I was like, "Oh, whoa, wait a minute!" <laughs> right? <laughs> I was like, "I was like, I didn't really pay attention when I first seen this movie because I was highly distracted." Mm-hmm. Once again, distracted. So, Mess. they begin to burn down the Wayne Manor, and um, it actually Roz explains they tried it with GC before. But the Waynes gave GC a lot of hope and push. And he was like, they were in the way, honestly. Mm-hmm. And I was like. And so look at what yeah. happened. They were there. Yes. Jeez. It all, see, it all ties together. It all, it's all coming together. <laughs> it was, I was like, this is a very extensive plan they are planners they very extensive they got their shit from a to z with bullet points and numbers i don't think i could have done it that's too much i would have been forgetting i'd be like wait what it's a lot of planning what what? are we at plan l (laughs) where are we five who who's the judge who I'd be so deep undercover, I'd forget like when we were supposed to start doing stuff. Like <laughs> I'd just been going about my day. And then someone would call and be like French lights. And then that'd be it. And I'd be like, what the fuck does that mean? And then just go about my life. Like that was a weird call. <laughs> Only to find out that's like that's the code. That's the word. The League of Shadows. Like, it's like I thought I wasn't that part of a group? Right and completely miss it. Like while all this was going Ten on, years later, I would probably I be gone like, somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's at Bruce Wayne's house. They're in underground in Gotham and stuff, running going through this. Tr- and I'm like living some place completely different. I have a whole life. <laughs> a job some kids i'm married you got a 401k and you know just living my life and like i said someone's gonna call and be like buttermilk and then hang up the phone and i'm just gonna be like that was weird well, they got the and wrong then, number like maybe that was the wrong number like i don't maybe they were trying to call someone and they oh forgot something on the grocery list what the oh, fuck does buttermilk oh mean all right <laughs> And then three days later, I look in the newspaper and find out that all this shit. Oh, 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 oh shit. Oh, shit. Buttermilk. I was supposed to be there. Oh, damn. Well, at least they pulled it off. All right. Cool. All right. And then so, like, <clears throat> Alfred comes back because he had to drop off Rachel. <laughs> Her drug out. So. <laughs> so he comes back and he, I like that he threw some shade. He said, Bruce, with all them push-ups, how could you not lift up a bloody log? <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> I was like, uh, <laughs> true. I'm sitting there like, D- 
dang, but like it's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> I like how Bruce looks at him like, B, really help me. <laughs> Come on, man. This isn't the time. This is not stand up at the Apollo. Like, really? Oh gosh. All them push-ups. Like, oh, so you're saying I have vanity muscles. Bro, everything's on fire. So everything's on fire. Well, at least the mansion's on fire. And so we cut to GCPD out in the Narrows, trying to catch every single last person that escaped the asylum. Good luck. It's chaos. Roz activates the machine. And I question, the, the, I'm going to question a lot later down the line in the other movies as well about the GCPD and how they utilize their force. Because right now they put the entire force in the narrows and they decide to slip the bridges. Which you're just like, why? What are y'all doing? (laughs) There's no cops anywhere else. Anywhere else. In this goddamn city of Gotham. That is literally imploding. So... (laughs) Oh yeah, because like the drug is activating. Everyone's about to, everyone's about to trip the fuck out. They are tripping out. They're tripping balls <laughs> hard. You know, in the narrows, I put this scarecrow is out here living his life. He went and got himself a police horse and showing all the way out. <laughs> Theatrics. There it is. <laughs> Just being dramatic. Because <laughs> he's riding on a horse. <laughs> that isn't so Rachel uses her taser. I, I guess this is the taser that shoots. It is the taser that shoots. It was a shoot. Yeah, the one with the prong. But it wasn't the gun type. It's just a little. Yep. Eh, I don't think it's effective that much because he. It was effective for him. Sort of. For now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and then I put Batman comes in for a quick save and gives Rachel a clue of his identity. And I said, cute. Cute. He always gives rhymes. No, not rhymes. Yeah. Yeah, They're little. Like riddles. Yeah, little riddles. Okay, Riddler. (laughs) Okay, so then I put, now it's time to really kick ass because the LOS got the machine on the train and is heading towards the main station. Which is going to put... Hell. <laughs> <laughs> and um, then uh, Batman's like, "Hey, Gordon, you gotta drive the Batmobile. You gotta get there. You gotta, you gotta knock it down." And I said, "This is a rough ride because he, he does not exactly know how to drive." I mean, I mean, I that shit either. Uh, right. This is like, oh, we just hop into this sedan, this mid-sized <laughs> sedan, and just drive around like. <laughs> that moves and different positions for shooting and i was like (sighs) my gosh see yeah no it i'm mm -mm. i I feel like batman would have been just should be happy stress if i was given the the batmobile and be like hey i need you to kind of bring down this train before it hits the main station i'd be like um is there a tutorial Right. Does the does the car know what to do? Is it <laughs> where are the instructions? Do I have time to read this? No. Like I just need 
I need something more than just drive this car because what is this? <laughs> I mean, like, the stress is shown on his face. He was giving me stress. I was getting stressed because he gets there, but then he's like, they built that quite sturdy. I was like, what? That little, it, it took a couple hits to bring it down. The way Bruce let Roz die. Is that petty? Was that petty? It was kind of petty. Because he, he threw he threw his... I mean, he let him live the first time. Yeah. And, you know, you see how well that went. Well, so... But it, he he won't kill by his own hands. He just won't help them. No. He just won't help them. <laughs> which is like... Yeah, we're splitting hairs here. And then, like, he was like, well... He, he threw the quote back to what, as Descartes had said to him, you don't pay attention to your surroundings. I was like, oh my gosh, so much shape. <laughs> and so Ross just had to, you know, take it because there was no one to save him. There, you know, his people there was were no gone. One, yeah. and his, he was, you know, well, I don't think he was supposed to be saved. He was going to ride that train to the end. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was like the whole point. Okay. So, I mean, he got what he wanted, I guess. I guess. <laughs> I mean, really. <laughs> Not really, because really, uh, you guys, Gotham City is saved and they get to see another gray day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just great. <laughs> Gotham truly is just cloudy every day. And so we're going to wrap it up. We've come to the conclusion, like, oh, the, the little shady bits from Mr. Fox and Mr. Earl, because here comes Earl. He coming in strutting in and he's thinking, oh yeah, it's another day in the office. But he's like, <laughs> no. And he's like, I thought I fired you. And he was like, you did. But then I got hired and I was hired for your position. Boom. Mr. Earl, you're fired. You're fired, you son of a bitch. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and I love it. I- so then we've got to finish it up over here. We're at the burnt grounds of the manor Chris <laughs> it's ash dust Woo. and I put Rachel down. I put Rachel as a fucking tease <laughs> am I wrong what what said she's a tease I said it earlier Bruce is in love with this woman and then she's like you know what I like the man that was behind a mask but whenever he's ready, then I guess I'll be ready too. And I'm like, he's not. That's not a tea. That a is tea. letting him know exactly what she wants. Okay, it's There's a tease no because we know agenda. exactly where it ends up. She he she's letting she him know. Leading him along, in my opinion, at the end of the day. No, I don't think I so. Think I think she made her intentions clear the clear, entire time. She was like, "Well, I ain't gonna wait for you either." Boom, and it's that's it. She was up front. I can see if she, she was didn't like, say that. you know, she didn't say that because she gone on the other movie, had doing her thing, and he in the other movie. I'm gonna get when we get there. He's like, that's because he was ne- he never showed that he was ready, and that was what it was like. How long? How long is she expected to? She he literally disappeared for seven years. Yeah. And then just pop back up. Sure. Didn't even really tell her anything. Just 
boop, I'm here. And they run into each other while he's trying to prove a point and, you know, be all exaggerated Bruce swimming in uh, the water feature at a restaurant. Like, you doing the most. This is how they... Like, what did she expect? How is she supposed to react to him being back? I'm pretty sure she has feelings for him, but at the same time, if someone you cared about just disappeared with no nothing for seven years and then just popped back up, you're not just going to be like, let's do this thing. It's going to be like, where the fuck were you at? I, I would have had any doing? inclination of a romantic, like a romantic gesture, okay? I would have just been like, hey, what's up? I've got boyfriend. At that point, seven years, yeah, you don't even know each other. Exactly. So I yeah. wouldn't even, like I said, a tease. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't have even brought up, toyed with the idea. Well, I think she she likes the idea of being with Bruce because they had such um, they have such a history together. So even though she's like, we don't really know each other, but I do miss the way we were, but I'm not about to lower my standards. Though. Bruce ain't that person you know? no more. And that's that's something they both had to come to terms with. They are not the same people. Um, and that's where we end up in the next movie. Yeah. And we'll talk about that when we get to the next movie. Whenever we get I want to point out Gordon's glow up. He went from starter cop to sergeant to lieutenant in one movie. Literally. Like, he really went up the ranks quick for doing his damn job. He's been putting in this corrupted ass city. It took years, but he did it. We're cleaning up these streets. Okay. (laughs) He got the He got a signal. He got the light. Whatever you want to call that big old light thing. He got it. The bat signal. Okay, but what is that lamp light called? Isn't there like a specific name for it? It's like... Like a spotlight? Sure. Okay, well, whatever that light <laughs> thing is, Gordon got an order in and put in the logo, <laughs> the symbol of the Batman in, all right? He got it. He got it. He's like, now nah, we're going to do it this way. I guess the commissioner was okay with that. At this point, everything isn't all that great. I mean, they still got to clean up the streets. Crane, you will obviously know, still living his best scarecrow life. The GCPD, we found out, have not caught all the crazy criminals from the asylum. And there's a fear of escalation, which is Gordon's concern. And he isn't wrong. Because guess what we get? A calling card. (laughs) Joker. What was your what was your impression? Of the movie so like I said like at the beat the first time I saw it I don't think I really for something for some reason I didn't really like it the first time I saw it I thought that there I felt it was really choppy like it was jumping around a lot in the beginning so I wasn't like fully like on board with it I was like okay well that was cute and so for the long time I just never watched that movie again but watching it again, I was like, okay, well, this is actually a pretty good movie. You know, I think it was good for it being like the first movie, like that origin movie. Mm-hmm. I think it did a good job because honestly, if they tried to do more, the movie would have been too much, so much longer. <laughs> and it was already a pretty long movie. It was extensive um, it, with the way they yeah. telling how they brought in it. They weren't like 
what is it called? B list. They were like they weren't A list bad guys. They were like the B list. Right. You know, like I mean, I don't know. I feel like Scarecrow was I mean, you're right. He's not like we hadn't we didn't jump right to like the Joker. Mm-hmm. It was like we got everyone's origins. We got Scarecrow, um, we got and we didn't have like Two face or nothing. Oh, yeah. So you're right. That would have been too much. Because I feel like <laughs> Rachel Ghoul is a as a is a top tier villain. But I just don't feel like we really didn't get a lot of him. He wasn't. He was behind the scenes the entire movie, and so you only got like him really in the beginning, and then there at the end <laughs> because he's like, I did all of he's this. Like, I, you I'm know? pulling a lot of strings right now. I'm pulling. I'm the puppet master doing all this work. So I think it was um, all in all, it was a good movie. You know, I think it was, they had a lot of really good actors in it. Um, So it was decent. It's a good, it's a good origin film. Um, I do like it better than (laughs) Man of Steel, to be honest with you. (laughs) Oh my God. Which we'll get to another day, but yeah. (laughs) Um, <laughs> Batman Begins. It was um, Rel's impressions. It was good the second time around. All I have to say is Christian Bane. Oh my God. <laughs> Stop it. The, the movie is great. I love me some Batman. I've been watching Batman since like I was probably shouldn't have been watching those animated shows. They're a little bit dark, but hey, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. So I've just been in it and I haven't left it. I don't know but I got a lot to say about that later in that in life because it's not like I had a problem with Ben Affleck being Batman those movies themselves are they lack a lot you know mm-hmm. like it's like they couldn't find the right voice and when I mean voice, I mean physical voice. I mean like him. He couldn't. It's like they couldn't. They weren't writing him correctly um, because he looks very much like Bruce. Like I feel like he was very good, Bruce. Yes. Like, um, and I feel like we just needed more of him as Batman. I feel like that Batman part of him was like very disconnected from his Bruce side so we didn't get that same kind of like mm, I don't even know how to describe it but we'll get to it we're gonna (laughs) it's on the list so we'll get to talking about the movie but I don't think Ben Affleck did a terrible job as Batman I just feel like um those movies as a whole were just not well fleshed out anywho so that was um those are our feelings on batman we got through it we did it batman begins as distracted batman. as i thought i would i mean i think i know well, maybe it is my god so we're gonna take a quick break come back with um just a little chat and wrap the show okay we're back to wrap it up so Bat Bay Begins has come to a close. This was an excellent choice. Um, I'm glad we're going to be doing the Nolan series, the Mm -hmm. trilogy. See, this is like one of the, I am not a part of, like strongly a part of any fandoms, 
because I don't know why I just for some reason it's like I get really overwhelmed with information and then I remember the stuff that I retain it's It's a a lot lot. so there are people that are deep fans and I love it and I love when they tell me about different things but also some fandoms can be hard to be a part of um and that goes all the fandoms like some because people can be very judgmental if you don't know every single detail Thing. Do you know how many things I have to go and shift through in my brain to yeah. even remember what I ate this morning? So don't exactly. come at me if I don't remember every single detail about exactly. your beloved hero. Right. I'm just, you know what? It's great. I just love them. Great, love it. You no, know, I just love them, and I just want to enjoy them, and that's yeah. all I want to do about them. And so, have hilarious um, moments <laughs> about how so, we would have been in it. Thank you guys for hanging out with us today. We enjoyed hope, it. Hope you enjoyed it. Hopefully it wasn't too laugh. long. <laughs> <laughs> hope you laugh with us. Or if you're listening to us on your way to wherever you're going in the car, I hope you drove safely and we'll see with you guys next time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.